Hello and welcome to another episode of RPG The Golden Years. Golden Years. I did it, Rich. You're on time. <laughs> I'm on time with the drop. Nice. Yes. Hello. You. Yes, we are back. Um, I had a small hiatus for a week as I had some housework to do. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sitting in the sun anyway, Rich. I was actually uh, grinding away on doing bits and bobs around the house. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm going to be doing today on my vacation. Ah, good. Yeah. What What else is vacation for other than making sure that your house is livable for your family? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to clean the house for my wife. Then I have new carpet coming in. And, well, they got to measure it and everything. They're going to do that first. And then, you know, that'll be another day they'll come do that. And then... I'll tell you a little bit once we get into my uh, what, what I've been playing is what I'm going to be doing on my vacation. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> so, but at first, I think we should introduce ourselves. Have we not done that yet? Oh, I don't know. Do we ever do that? <laughs> yeah, of course we do. We do. Uh, so, my name is Bill. I am the UK host for RPG The Golden Years, making sure that Europe is represented. And I am Rich from the America. You America. know, making sure that everybody knows that I am here. <laughs> yes, we can. No one can ignore the fact that America is here. Yeah, <laughs> you guys yeah. like to make a lot of noise, despite the fact you're so far away. We, we do. <laughs> Probably not the best noise, but we, you know, we tend to make noise. We're like that crazy person in the streets that's just screaming. Yes, or the guy who's in charge. Yeah, well, that guy too. We won't get into that. <laughs> we try to leave this podcast very unpolitically touched. I know, I know. I mean, like, yeah, you, you guys have Donald Trump, who looks like a looks like a crazy man we have um He's we have boris johnson who uh, looks like a crazy person i don't know if you've ever heard of him he's our mm. foreign secretary at the moment ah he's uh i'll have to show you a picture of him he, he's he's like completely nuts looking uh he's a fun one real fun one <laughs> nice uh yes yeah, so um what have you been playing in rich well i played a little bit of uh fantasy star 2 just a little bit not much but the real thing is, it's this week, I'm, uh, these two days I'm off for vacation, I will be playing Destiny 2. So that does have a grind on it. Um, it is an RPG shooter. Um, the new expansion's coming out on uh, Tuesday, next Tuesday. Actually, wait, this Tuesday when this episode comes out. Um, so my buddies and I have been playing that game since, you know, the first Destiny 1, and we've been playing that, not, you know, all the time. So i got to get back into it to kind of prepare for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that feeling. I remember playing lots of Halo 2 before Halo 3 came out. <laughs> so much grinding i got to do. I was up till midnight last night trying to finish up something with a buddy of mine. So. Yeah, because uh, Destiny, has that got the, um, that's got the same sort of system, like online system that um, Halo and um, like COD, uh, God, uh, COD? <laughs> COD used to have, isn't it, where you've got, like, you have to get to level 99 and you sort of start again? No, no, this is totally different. So it is a merged RPG elements into a shooter, and you've got quests and raids and um, loot and everything, weapons that you got to grind for, uh, armor, all that fun stuff. All right, so for someone like me who doesn't get any time to play modern games, <laughs> these fancy games. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, it's a bit like Borderlands, sounds like. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, It's but- just... You know, you've got good story uh, pieces of it. You know, for a while there, Destiny 2 got a lot of heat for not having enough in-game content. So, like, they're really trying to fix all that. There's a lot of stuff going on with that game now, a lot of tweaks. Um, trying to get back into it and, and figure out all the new stuff that they've done. Um, you know, a lot of shooting, 
a lot of killing, a lot of aliens. <laughs> Did we complain about post-game tweaking? Nope. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I mean, it shows the developers are actually trying um, for everything. This new content that's coming out uh, today uh, for this episode is supposed to be massive update. Like, the update I had yes, last week was 36 gig update. 36 gig? Yeah, it's a huge update. Wow. And then, from what I've heard, it's like another 70 gig update on um, today. So, Oh, my God. So your internet's going to be out all day then? <laughs> pretty much. So, good times. That part is, when this episode comes out, I will be back to work that day. So I'll be a little sad, but that's okay. But I have a three-day week, or excuse me. I'll, I would have had a one, two, I had a five-day weekend, so that's pretty good for me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I've had the um, I've had the last week off. Um, I haven't really played any games. Like I said, I had a lot of work to do on the house. I've uh, I've installed the uh, the beading in my kitchen, so the floor is finally finished. It looks pretty good. I'm pretty pleased with it. <laughs> uh, nice. You did it all yourself? Uh, yeah, did it all myself. Uh, I, me and my friend actually installed our floor as well, uh, but we did it like a year ago. But then when when my child was born. <laughs> it didn't really have much chance to uh, finish it off. So it's like, finally, the kitchen looks finished, and it looks amazing. It's so satisfying when it's like, oh, this this, this room's done. <laughs> I've got nothing nice. left to do. So then you move on to the next room, which is like, oh, man, it's got paper blinds. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go buy some curtains. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a nice week. Uh, I've taken a week off from gaming. Uh, so, you know, people may have noticed that last week's episode was actually a pre-record. <laughs> We didn't mention too much of the updates that we've been doing. Um, no. Gaming-wise, um, I did turn on Fantasy Star 2, um, and then I turned it off and started doing something else, Rich. <laughs> Which uh, I'm, our, I'm listeners, our listeners may have noticed has been hitting the streams. Uh, I've been playing Pokemon. Yes, you have. I have. And I'm really pleased. Uh, I wasn't expecting to get... Um, to do quite so well so quickly. <laughs> so um, as, I, as, I, as I mentioned the last couple of weeks, uh, I'm starting a Nuzlocke challenge and uh, I'm doing it to raise uh, money for charity. So I want to raise money for the um, MM... Oh God, it's such a mouthful for me to say. The MNDA, which is the Motor Neuron Disease Association. So my mum my mom sadly passed away this year. She suffered from motor neuron disease and uh, it was horrible. But... The MDMA were absolutely fantastic. Um, they really helped out a lot. So I want to do my best to try and raise a bit of money for them to say thank you for the, the help that they gave to my mum. And what better way to do that than play Pokemon? There you go. <laughs> my my mum would have thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, so, yeah, so, so far uh, we've raised £73.89p. and and I know that sounds like an odd amount, but that's because a few people have donated in dollars and, you know, it's converting it. <laughs> but it puts us at 73% of my total of 100. And considering I'm only on Route 2 at the moment, Rich, that's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, I've managed to catch uh, two Pokemon on top of my starter. So I've got McPokeface, Colin, and Zach. <laughs> I have the best name for you when I donate. Uh, well, you know, don't don't leave it too long, otherwise you'll run out of spots. Oh I've no, got, I've got some nice ones coming up though. You know, I've got. Um, so my wife, my wife um, was the first one to donate. She got the ball rolling, and uh, she was the one who said you should call it McPoke. Well, she wanted to call it Pokey McPoke Face. 
<laughs> I think she was going for that. Um, did you hear about that boat that um, uh, that scientific vessel that they um, they released a poll on Twitter? This was like a year or so ago. Um, so they they basically put on Twitter saying, "Hey guys, what do you want? What do you want us to call this brand new boat?" And it's like the most advanced scientific boat on earth. And do you know what won the vote? What Boaty McBoakface? Yeah. <laughs> Never leave that sent up to Twitter. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's why you shouldn't do that on Twitter. Uh, but they were like, uh, they. It was annoying because they went back on it, but they said, "Do you know what? We can't call the boat Boaty McBoakface." Because this is like the most advanced scientific vessel on Earth, and we're trying to we're trying to attract the best scientists to come work on our boat. <laughs> no one's going to go. No scientist is going to want to work on boat in a boat face. So I think they I called would. it the Sir Richard Attenborough in it, or Sir David Attenborough. Yeah, David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a fan of David Attenborough, no one can complain about that. <laughs> we all, we all love David Attenborough's uh, documentaries, and the guy's like what 400 years old. Hmm. He's one of those people who just looks like he's going to exist forever. Nice. <laughs> um, but yes, so yeah, she she wanted to call it uh, Pokey McPokeface, but unfortunately I can't fit that much in on the Game Boy. <laughs> so I just called it McPokeface. Uh, and then, yep, yeah, my uh, good friends um, Colin, the Ratster, and uh, I called Caterpie, who I called Zack after Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> which was a good shout from a childhood friend of mine. Nice. Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to catching more Pokemon. Got a few more donations. Got one, two, three, four, five more. So next five have all been named. So, you know, if you do want to get your Pokemon names, um, jump in. Jump in quick (laughs) before they all get taken. I reckon I'll probably catch around 20 by the time I finish the game. Maybe 30, depending on how badly it goes. Did you have one die already? Uh, I've had, yeah, I've had two failed catches. I actually... uh, I forgot I did one today. <laughs> it's a third foul catch. Um, so I went into Route 22. Uh, unfortunately, it was a repeat Rattata, and I uh, accidentally killed it with Colin. <laughs> and then I uh, went into Viridian Forest, and uh, there was another Caterpie as well. Uh, so I killed it. <laughs> so yeah, again, you only get one chance to catch a Pokemon in each area, which is part of the challenge. Um you can I, I was going to do it so I could do duplicates, but who wants duplicates of Rattata and Caterpies? <laughs> I do. You know, you do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be insane. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. <laughs> I know, it's just so much to grind. Like Bloody Colin was level two as well when I caught him. <laughs> so I had to really like work on grinding up Colin a little bit, making him a bit more powerful. But it's fun. It's fun actually having these names for the Pokemon. I'm already beginning to feel like, usually like, I have to catch a Rattata and I wouldn't care about it. But the fact that it's called Colin, I'm just like, oh, good old Colin. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we'll have, to, we'll have to see how that goes. I'm gonna. I'm heading up to the third city soon, um, and I'm gonna fight Brock and see how we get on. I've only got. I've only caught three, so <laughs> I'm just gonna have to oh, see man. if uh, Pokeface, Colin, and Zach can can uh, combine together to give Brock a hard time. But um, yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, I am gonna um, I'm gonna play a bit of uh, Fantasy Star Two though this week. I need to get on that. I wanna I wanna play at least like three or four hours into it before the week's out. I feel like it's only fair. I should probably do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that brings us to today's episode, Rich. Today I am gonna do a um, an RPGGY pre episode. 
So I have finished, and this is an extra credit, I've finished and completed Fantasy Star 1. So, I'm going to review it. Yes, Fantasy Star 1, Rich. So, um, I, I think you own Fantasy Star 1, don't you? I do, I have the collection of it. Oh, so, real quick for everybody gets uh, too deep. If you are wanting to play this game, the this game, the second one, uh, we will play the third, and I think the fourth one, too, um, on Steam, if you guys use your computers and everything, it's on Steam, too, for like 99 cents a game. Oh, wow. Just that's, that's nice and cheap. I think... Um, oh, yeah. I think when we did talk about, you know, the um, <laughs> protecting our gaming history, I kind of forgot about Steam. <laughs> yeah, we didn't I, talk about that. Yeah, I think I just got, you know, I think I got so annoyed about EMU Paradise being shut down that I just kind of forgot Steam existed. <laughs> yeah. And yes, uh, I think a lot of the games that we do have are probably on Steam. <laughs> you probably could go yeah, out and get I went them through and cheap. looked. Um, just to, I was kind of curious on it. There, I mean, I found ten of them. Like the Shining Force series, Shining in the Darkness is on there. Um, Band Star. There's a few other ones like Summoner. That's on the list, but that's like way down on the list on PlayStation Two. Hmm. Um, it's on the. It was on there too. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the the ones you mentioned are like, say, say let's let's think of PlayStation Two as more recent. There's a more recent uh, generation. Uh, I expect most of those will probably be on there in some form yeah. or another, but it's just the older generations with the more obscure games that I worry about. Like, um, uh, what's the one Winter's playing at the moment? Uh, Draken? Yeah, Draken's a remake, too, on the, on the NES, or the SNES. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if that's on there. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, if you are struggling to find a game, take a look at Steam. See if you can find it. Not not the best if you're trying to do mobile gaming, but <laughs> at least it's there. Cool. Okay. So, uh, anything else before we jump into Fantasy Star? Nope. No. Nothing. Nope. Sweet. Let's jump into it. Then. So, Fantasy Star One, Rich. Uh, so, have you actually? Uh, obviously, you own the game on the um, you own the Game Boy version, don't you? On yeah, the collection. Have you jumped in and played a bit of Fantasy Star One, or have you just stuck to Fantasy Star Two so far? I just jumped into Fantasy Star Two. Ah, cool. Okay, so I did. I thought I'd want to play Fantasy Star One. Uh, it's mainly because it's set as uh, before Fantasy Star Two, but it's kind of you know traditional you know nineteen eighties RPG. So there's a thousand years between each game, <laughs> so the stories don't tie in too much. Uh, I think it's just kind of like a recurring villain thing, but I don't really know the story of Fantasy Star 2 yet. <laughs> it's supposed to be very, very good, though, the Fantasy Star 2 one. 
but Fantasy Star was uh, it was considered one of the pioneers of the traditional console RPGs, where it had a um, like a fully traversable overworld map, interactive towns, and big old dungeons. And the dungeons, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> the dungeons were, yeah, the dungeons were impressive, Rich. I'll be showing you some pictures of the dungeons, but uh, I was so impressed with the way they were set out. I'm kind of disappointed that they've gone for a different dungeon system in Fantasy Star 2, but it's pretty cool. Uh, it had 3D graphics, which was pretty cool, which again was the dungeons. The dungeons oh, the dungeons were so impressive. <laughs> but uh, this game was released, um, yeah, visually, considering this game was released in 19, um, 1988 for, for America and... Uh, United Kingdom, but 1987 in Japan. So this is a this is a really old game, and it is so impressive looking, so so impressive looking. Uh, when you consider it to other games at the time, like Final Fantasy and uh, Dragon Warrior, this game just blew it out of the water. It's Which just is crazy. Yeah, it's it is so ridiculously. Impressive. I can't, I, I can't think of another decent. I can't think of another superlative for it. <laughs> I just keep saying it's impressive, but it really was. Like I mean, the master system. Like um, I have got a master system knocking around in in my house somewhere, but um, it was such a it was such a good box, and it was uh, it was so much more powerful than the NES. Uh, oh, thank, thanks, Austin, by the way, for giving me shit about um, saying the way I pronounce NES and SNES. <laughs> He doesn't like the fact that I say it with like a Z on the end. <laughs> yeah, he was really bashing you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave me he gave me a quick poke on Twitter to say what. <laughs> yeah, I think um, yeah, just just to point that out, I, I did mention it on one of my um, one of my Nuzlocke audio bites that I did. Um, I think it's my uh, where I'm from in the UK, my local dialect. I'm I'm from uh, Essex, and uh, we have in Essex what's called a lazy tongue. <laughs> <laughs> where we just tend to sort of drop words or just say things wrong. Yeah, that's okay. I'm it's, from the Midwest. Uh, we, yeah. we say things weird all the time. <laughs> it's one of the things we're known for in Essex. We're also known for some other unsavory things. But uh, I, I don't probably have the most typical Essex accent. But um, but yeah, I still have the lazy tongue on occasion. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean the 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 master system uh, has it has better graphics, better sounds. And this was obviously it's Sega's master system. This game was made. Fantasy Star was made by Sega, and they went to town on it. And it just looks absolutely amazing, given the year, given when it was released. Like this still holds up, man. This this almost looks like a um, an SNES game. Yeah, it does. And I was impressed. Yeah, it's it was really really good. Like so, yeah, <laughs> graphically and visually. Very, very impressive game. Um, I'm going to just uh, poke on a little bit of music just to sort of show you. So this is like the title music. Again, 1987, Rich. On a console. <laughs> now, I'll just uh, turn it down a bit. Leave it running in the background. Let's do the intro. Um, yeah, I was just... Uh, very very impressive game overall i'm going to stop saying the word impressive rich can you can you find <laughs> can you uh, remind me to put a dollar in the swear jar every time i say the word impressive sure <laughs> uh, i'll try and think of another word to say in the meantime so um yep the game as i said was developed by sega 
and was released in Japan on December 20th, 1987. Uh, it was designed by Kuroto... Uh, Hi <laughs> God, I can't say these Japanese names. It was, it was produced by some Japanese people. <laughs> um, it used uh, four megabits of ROM, which is uh, 512 kilobytes. <laughs> uh, if you're into IT, that makes much sense. Um, and you could have uh, up to five games saved on its uh, RAM chip, which was uh, huge at the time. You know, in most games at the time, you can only have one thing saved at a time. Like, I'm playing Pokemon Blue, for God's sakes, and you can only save one thing on that at a time. And that was released in 1999. <laughs> um, now, the annoying thing is is that the, uh, the Japanese release of this game, uh, they took advantage of the, uh, the FM sound chip in the uh, in the Mar- Sega Master System Mark III, uh, but in the North American and PAL versions that was later on released, it doesn't have this uh, really impressive sound chip. So they had uh, sound chip, so they had to downgrade the audio, um, which was slightly upsetting. But uh, in the later releases where they released the game on the uh, the virtual console, it has got the um, it does it does not contain the FM sound. So the original ver- the original Japanese version of this game has still got the best version of the sound for this game. <laughs> Which is uh, is a shame. You'd think they would retrospectively just add it in, wouldn't you? Like you know, I'm gonna move that one on. <laughs> this is the dungeon music range. But again, I you know, it's um it's not quite it's not quite got the arrangements of uh, Nobuo Uematsu, but um, it sounds really, really good considering the age of the game. Yeah, and kind of fun, fancy Yeah. So the game, um, I found the game very, very grindy. <laughs> is the uh, is the easy way to put it, Rich? Um, this game, at the very start. nervous of how loud it's going to sound when I come back to record it later, <laughs> to edit it later. Um, when I start, when you start the game, you basically, you start as Alice, and I think this is like, I think this game's credited for having like the first female protagonist in any game as well, so really ahead of its time. But you start off as Alice, and, or Alice, I think it's supposed to be pronounced, um, and basically, you have this little this little opening cutscene where you just have a couple of stills, and your brother's dead and bleeding on the floor, and there's actually blood. <laughs> I was quite, I was quite, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's quite graphic. And um, he's basically just been beaten up and killed by the town guards because he was standing up against the uh, the governor Lassic. So the basis, pre- the basic premise of the story is that you've got three planets that are all in like a little system together. You've got um, Mortavia and a couple of others. <laughs> there's basically there's like a green planet, an ice planet, and a desert planet. Uh, but they're all roll they're all ruled over by a governor called Lassic. But everyone <laughs> it's so strange because everyone in the game seems to absolutely hate Lassic. <laughs> and everyone seems really pleased that um, Alice is taking uh, revenge on her brother's death and is out to kill him. Um, but as soon as you go out into the world, Rich, and you get into your first encounter, I died. Like, I died, my first encounter. 
And it wasn't That's because crazy. it wasn't because I didn't know what I was doing. It was because I was under leveled, and I happened to accidentally just run into a creature that was supposed to be for like the next level up. <laughs> and this was this was like the first bush outside of town. You went too far. <laughs> I didn't go too far. I had to grind in that bush. What I had to do was, I had to go out, get into a fight. I would kill the creature if I was lucky. <laughs> I'd save the game, run back to town heal up in my mate's house and then go back out and fight one fight and I had to do that for at least sort of 20 minutes I couldn't survive more than one fight at a time that's crazy yeah it was such a difficult grind to begin with and I started building up a bit of cash got a bit of reserve going on bought a few bought a weapon you know I bought an extra weapon bought some armor and then I was able to survive two fights I probably spent the first like hour maybe two hours just literally walking out of town getting into one maybe two fights walking straight back in and healing up with Alice just like I had no other choice it was just too difficult to be outside <laughs> so um, yeah that was um, that was fun not <laughs> I think I described it in the last episode as you know having needles in my eyes <laughs> Yeah. but it's kind of it's the game basically telling you like do you know what the gameplay of this game is? You've got to go out and fight stuff. So what we're going to do at the very beginning is teach you to go out and fight stuff. <laughs> Don't back down. You've got to level up. Um, but yeah, it's mostly grinding out for money. That's that's the difficult part of this game. You need the money to get the equipment to make sure that you can survive in the areas. Um, so, after going through that lovely beginning grind, I, um, I managed to hop on my first spaceship, went to the uh, desert planet, and I swapped a, um, I swapped a jug, I think, for a cat. <laughs> someone just, someone, I can't remember why. Someone randomly gives me this pot, which you get later on as well. You get it back for some reason. Uh, there's a lot of like weird little fetch questing things like that. But um, but yeah, I gained this cat called Mayu, who becomes my second member of my team. And at first, it's like, oh god, this stupid cat, <laughs> trying to keep the bloody thing alive for long enough. But as the game goes on, the, the cat actually becomes your strongest character cat used to just lay waste so many enemies as I was walking around. It was absolutely great. A cat? The cat, yeah. The cat was brilliant. And I'll get I'll get to a bit later on where the cat is absolutely magnificent. Uh, but again, it's just like, it's like the end of like, you know, 20 pointless quests and then you've suddenly got this magic nut. Anyway, I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, so the next thing you do is you end up going into um, a cave with your cat, uh, walking around again a bit more grinding and then you find a man who's completely stoned now I don't know what it is with all these games that we're playing Rich from the 80s <laughs> but it seems to be a lot of stoned people in these games I don't, I don't, know, I don't know who's dealing drugs to these RPG characters in the 80s but you know yeah. <laughs> they're all smoking and they're all stoned now, obviously he's been turned to stone by Medusa um, so we have to find a way of unstoning him and the way we unstone him is that the cat happened to have a vial around its neck. <laughs> so you can find this guy before you get the cat, but you can't unstone him. You have to get the cat, and then the cat can unstone him with this special liquid it's got around its necklace. It's yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this. This game doesn't really make much sense most of the time. It's just lots of hints and no actual like real story or dialogue. But yeah, you basically get this character called Odin, who's supposed to be a powerhouse. He ends up just being like a a general attacking character for me. Um, he wasn't as powerful as Alice or the cat. <laughs> but 
but he did have a good thing where he could um, he could use guns, and the guns would hit all the enemies on screen at once. So, and then you go, you finally sort of move on, you go to another planet, and then you find a bloke hidden in the midst of a dungeon who's like a wizard <laughs> called Noah, who then joins your party, and that's your party of four. And one of the things I really liked about the party, and one of the things that Fantasy Star did, which was really, really cool, Rich, was as you walked around on the world map, um, <clears throat> your as you gained characters, they all follow you around. So, you know, you'd have Alice at the front, then you'd have the, uh, Odin second, the cat third, and then um, Noah at the back. But also what they did was, with the music was as you gained a character, it added another audio level to the music. Hmm. Which sounds absolutely crazy, but you know, it'll be like when you were out there and you just had Alice, you just hear a little doop 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 doop. Then when you gained the cat, it'll be like doop 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 You know, it would just add an extra layer. And so as you go on and you gain the extra characters, you don't really notice it as you go out onto the world map, but suddenly the music is just a bit more epic and it makes you feel a bit more invigorated by it all. It was like a really sort of small thing that they added in, but it really, like, as far as the feels of the game go, it really added to it, and it was really, like, it was a really cool little feature they added in. So, again, I was very, um, I don't want to use that word. <laughs> what a word could I say? You're very happy. <laughs> very happy, yes. Very happy that they did that. <laughs> I thought that was very, very clever uh, programming. Um, <clears throat> now, the dungeon's rich. So, again, like I said, you got all these um, characters, basically, you're dungeon grinding. Now, the dungeons, um, they were basically a 3D environment you had to walk around. And it was very easy to get lost in these dungeons. I think I ended up um, getting quite lost most of the time. <laughs> you get lost in the fancy star. <laughs> uh, yes, but I think... Um, uh, I mean, I'm just going to play this video to you. Just so you can see what the dungeon's like. Okay? So, that's how you navigate around the dungeons. Oh, that's not how you do that in Fantasy Star 2. No, Fantasy Star 2's got the overhead thing, hasn't it? Where you're walking around. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. But it's still very confusing. But this, yeah, look at it, man. You're just like, you're literally, you've got two walls either side of you. You move forward, and then there are doors, there's lefts, there's rights. And, you know, people keep saying, you have to map it. You have to map it. I tried to do as little mapping as possible. And when I say me mapping, I mean I didn't do any mapping. <laughs> if I needed a map, I went and looked it up online. <laughs> um, but it was just crazy, you know. You'd have to walk around this thing. You'd have no idea where you were most of the time. Now, I've generally got quite a good sense of direction, so most of the early dungeons were okay. Um, I got completely lost in the final dungeon. <laughs> like, even with a map. I got completely lost again. I had to I had to warp out of the dungeon, get a map, go back into the dungeon. I still got lost. I had to warp out and start again. And I did that twice. <laughs> but it's all really good for your uh, for your leveling. It really helps. But um, the nice thing, um, uh, but yeah. So the dungeons were absolutely crazy, and I've never experienced anything like it. But again, to have a three D environment to walk around in on a game from 1987 was very very cool very very cool so despite the fact that I you know I complained about the early grind of this game because it is an intense intense grind the game does become really really fun 
you get a huge sense of achievement when you actually get through these dungeons. And um, and yeah, and it's just about it. It gives it once you start using the dungeons and you're getting through them, and you get lost a couple of times, and you go back and you learn your way around the dungeons. It helps you grind up your characters to the point where the game isn't so difficult, and you don't have to do so much grinding. And that's where it becomes really enjoyable. <clears throat> I really, really enjoyed this game. I thought it was very good. And uh, yeah, I'll get to the bit now about the cat. <laughs> so one of the things you have to do. Um, I didn't really understand why, but it turned out that the... Because um, you have to go <clears throat> into the sky to fight Lassic. So you make your way all the way to the top of this huge tower. And then literally you walk through a door and you're out of the dungeon. And all you can see is this landscape. <laughs> and you have to use the magic nut, <clears throat> which you've got through like 20 different various quests and trading items. And then the cat eats the nut. It turns into a huge sphinx with wings, and then you climb on its back, and then it flies up to this, to this like, this like palace in the sky. And it was just like oh, the cutscene for that was so cool. And then in the middle of your flight as well, suddenly this gold dragon comes down and attacks you. <laughs> and then um, you go up, you fight, um, you fight the gold dragon, you kill it, you go in, you kill Lassic. And you think, oh, that must be the game over. But it doesn't actually finish. And then it tells you to go talk to the governor of the three planets. Uh, so you go and talk to the governor and he's not there. Then you fall through the floor. And then there's like another little mini dungeon. And then you finally find that Lassic was actually a, a demon called Dark Falls. Or Dark Falls. I think he's had his name retconned at some point. But in the version I was playing, he was called Dark Falls. And then you have to kill him. Then once you kill him, that's it. The world is saved. And one of the cool things they do at the very end <clears throat> is that the guy in charge basically says to you, Alice, and says, um, "Hey, do you know? Um, do you know what? Do you want to be queen of the <laughs> of the universe?" <laughs> and you, you you literally have a yes or no option. It doesn't it doesn't really change anything at the end, but it's just like oh. you you get to choose whether you want to go back to living a normal life or if you want to take charge of everything. I, I, I really like that option. Obviously, I'm a megalomaniac. I chose to be in charge of everything. <laughs> you want to rule everything, Bill? Yes, I will. One day, one day, people, I will rule the world with my fantasy star collection <laughs> and my superior Nuzlocke Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but that was really cool. Um, unfortunately, as I said with the grind, uh, I didn't really find... Apart from the, I found the very beginning of the game, maybe like the first five, six hours, quite difficult with the grinding. Um, but after that, I didn't really have any difficulty at all, at all with the game, and I, I progressed through it quite smoothly. So when I did get to Dark Falls, um, the nice, the thing that they did with Dark Falls was he's one of the few, he's one of, the, he's the only enemy in the game where you can't see his HP. So when you get into a fight, you've you've got one sprite on the screen, and next at the top right it will say HP, and there'll be a number next to it, <clears throat> and you gradually knock that HP down. If there's more than one enemy on the screen, you still only get the one sprite, but you get multiple instances of the HP. And then if you attack, like your character just randomly attacks one of the enemies, like you don't actually have a choice on which one it is. So <clears throat> you kind of have to. That's, it's 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 an interesting battle system. It's a uh, it's a bit of a pain in the butt sometimes. Because <laughs> you really want it to attack the one at the top and it attacks the one at the bottom. Uh, but, you know, you kind of get used to that. But yeah, Dark Falls, he had no meter. 
So I had no idea if I was get how low on health he was getting. So apart from that making me a bit nervous, I did I actually I killed him first time. I didn't really have any difficulty with him. That's good. I wondered if you get any problems with that. Um, well, he—I heard he was really, really difficult. <laughs> but then I kept like, if I when I was using a guide and looking at the dungeons and stuff, it was like, you know, you should be around level twenty-one to even have a chance. And then I looked at it, I'm like level twenty-six. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm really over-leveled. But again, it wasn't something I'd intentionally gone out to do. It just so happened that I was over-leveled because I'd get, kept getting lost in all these bloody dungeons. <laughs> But I kind of think that's the way that the game was originally intended to be. But yeah, I thought it was really, really enjoyable. Um, music was great, you know, the gameplay was great, the story for a very old game. I mean, if you compare the story to, say, like, uh, Final Fantasy. Um, <clears throat> so the story of Final Fantasy is that you're four, you're four blokes, you're told you're the Warriors of Light, you go on 20 billion fetch quests and then at the very end you fall into a time loop and then you have to kill Garland <laughs> this story you know uh, Lassic is in Lassic's in control um, he's your town is actually under military lockdown uh, he kills your brother you go out you find other people who also have a grudge against him for whatever reason Odin has his own little backstory with Medusa so you get to go and kill Medusa at the end of it because she turns him to stone uh, Noah you get you get to go through a little bit of character development with Noah where you find his master in a cave and you have to fight his master and then when you beat him the master says I have nothing more to teach you except he teaches you thunder <laughs> um, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of backstory to the characters you have to go you know you kill Lassic, and then you find out that Lassic's actually a demon, and you have to go kill the Overlord demon. Uh, it was cool. It was really, really cool. That was it was so much more in depth than most other games, um, and I found it really enjoyable. So I'm going to rate it, Rich. <clears throat> are you ready? I'm are you, ready. Are you, Let's you do this. Are you sure you're ready? I I don't know. Maybe I should be ready. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think the real question is, Rich, am I ready? Because the answer is no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you are. Uh, right, let's get my master sheet up. Combat. The combat is traditional turn-based. <clears throat> um, what I'm going to knock it down for is I didn't like the fact you can't select which enemy you're fighting. Obviously, that's a big plus on Final Fantasy 1, where if you didn't select the enemy and the enemy was dead, you would end up hitting an empty space. So it's definitely better than that. <laughs> At least you're always oh. hitting something. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give the combat a 7. I thought it was very well done. Very generous. Yeah. Well, it's good. You've got magic. You've got magic. You've got healing. Um, you can use items during battles. It had everything that a normal RPG would. So I can't fault it. And like I said, after the first hour or so, which I'm going to mark it down for, I've, I found the combat quite enjoyable. And it wasn't too difficult. Um, the mechanics, I'm going to give an 8. It was very, very good. Walking around, you know, interacting with other characters on the planet was good. Um, <clears throat> walking through the dungeons, you'd occasionally find shops in dungeons as well, and they would just sell you one item which you needed for a fetch quest. Like one of the, yeah, one of the bloody dungeons, Rich. There's a bloke in there selling shortcake, and the bloke actually makes a joke saying, "God, this was a terrible place to set up shop." <laughs> it's just like I thought that was really funny. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I, I thought the mechanics were very, very solid. So I'm going to give it an eight story as well i'm going to give it an eight it, it was a bit basic at times and sometimes you'd sort of didn't really realize what you were doing 
until it happens. You know, if you, you you go around, you speak to everyone in the town, they'll all drop hints about what you should be doing in the area, and you basically work it out. But I think a lot of it was left to just the user to fill in the gaps with their minds, which a lot of these old games hmm. kind of do. But yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. It was very, very solid. Uh, the graphics, now, I'm giving it a 10, Rich. The graphics were very, yeah, very... Yeah, I would say, that, I would say that. that'd be pretty good for that. They were so, so impressive. Absolutely loved it. I mean, it beat out... I mean, from what I could tell, it's better than Final Fantasy and Dragon, Dragon Quest, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes yeah, it makes Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy look terrible. <laughs> it looks like it's 10 years younger than those two games. But I think it was released like a day after Final Fantasy, or two days, or a week or something. They were really close together, the releases of Final Fantasy 1 on the NES and Fantasy Star 1 on the Master System. But they are just leaps apart as far as graphics go. And the same music. I'm going to give music an 8. Now, I know, I, I know I've been waxing lyrical about the music. And um, obviously I said about the way they I found it very good where they added the extra layers on as you gained characters throughout the game. But at the same time, um, it's not as good as, say, uh, most Nobuo Amatsu pieces. <laughs> I think he had a harder console to work with, and he got a lot more out of it. Do you know what I mean? Just like melody-wise. Yeah. The way the actual music sounds is arranged. Like, the capability is better in Fantasy Star, but the end result is probably not as good. And as an overall feel, I'm going to give the game a 7. Okay. Because I think that's I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Um, I I did enjoy the game. It was a not didn't enjoy it so much at the start. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just I just generally enjoyed it. So <clears throat> let's work this out quickly. Sorry, the spreadsheet's all set up to work out our scores jointly. <laughs> so that gives it a total score, Rich, of eighty. That's pretty good. Out of hundred. So yeah, I'm pretty yeah. pleased with that. Uh, do you know what? Yeah. I spent all that time working it out when our combined scores had four. Oh, I could have just doubled it. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really good game. Very, very good. I would, uh, I would suggest playing it. Uh, I probably wouldn't suggest to people playing it before you play Fantasy Star Two because then when you get to Fantasy Star Two, you're kind of a bit Fantasy starred out, <laughs> and then you yeah. want to squeeze in some sort of Pokemon challenge in the middle. Uh, that's what will definitely happen to you if you play it before you play Fantasy Star Two. <laughs> but next up Rich we are playing Fantasy Star DOS yay yay it was so rough <laughs> hopefully hopefully Rich it'll be like Fantasy Star 1 and it was just rough at the beginning then it eases out I'm e- hoping eases you into the game So, uh, have we got any new reviews this week, Rich? I didn't have any reviews. No, I've I, been looking. I didn't see anything. 
I didn't see anything on my side either. Nope, just still me and uh, Sir Jester from the UK. Uh, yeah, right. we'll have to check out the other ones later, Dave. But yeah, if you do, like we say, like we always say, if you do leave a review, let us know because, or let us know where you've left it, <laughs> just in case we can't find it, uh, because we will enter you into our competition where you can win twenty-five of your local currency. <laughs> Give some free money away. Yeah, we're giving free money away, people. So all you have to do is just leave us a review on whatever podcasting app you happen to use, and you'll you I could you'll thoughts. be in the in the running to win twenty five of Rich's pounds, dollars or euros, yes. or Australian dollars, or Canadian dollars, <laughs> whichever whichever works best for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so and as, for Fantasy Star two, what are, are we playing? Is that Star Ocean? Oh yes, yeah, Star Ocean won the vote. So after Fantasy Star, well, no, after Fantasy Star Two, uh, we're playing Final Fantasy Legend. Is it Legend? Ah, okay. Yeah, hang on. Wait. Okay, you're right. I can't remember. Is it Legend? Yeah, Final Fantasy Legend yeah. on, on the Game Boy. Um, <clears throat> so that's next, and then after Final Fantasy Legend is Star Ocean, uh, which I think we're both playing the PSP version. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've already got it, so <laughs> I'm going to play I the PSP well. version. Uh, I did check out the uh, the old SNES version, fans translated, but it doesn't run very well on my emulator, so abandon ship on that one. Um, well, yeah, guys, as always, if you have played any of the games, or if you just want to talk to us, so you can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, you can catch me at Metunica, M-E-T-U-N-C-I-A, uh, sorry, U-N-N-C-I-A. Two ends. <laughs> and uh, mine at hailblue1569. Cool. Or you can contact both of us, and this is probably the best one to use, at RPG Years. And if you, use the, if you are going to send us your game scores, use the hashtag RPGGY scores. Nice and simple. Uh, you can support the show on uh, Patreon. We've got a new Patreon person this week, Rich. In fact, actually, I've been terrible Ooh. with this. We're supposed to give shout-outs to people. <laughs> if they... If they uh, if they support us on Patreon. Can you do that right now, then? Yeah, shout I, out. yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Uh, let's let's find them. <laughs> if I can find them. You should be able to. Yep. Well, uh, there should be that tab right there that says My Patrons. Hang on, I just need to go through the account here and then go My Patrons. That's it. So, so I'm going to give a shout out to all of our patrons. Um, just because you're all awesome. So we've got uh, Winter Deesa, who is extra, extra awesome. She's amazing. Uh, we've got Jangles06. Thank you, Jangles. You're absolutely amazing. Uh, we've got Duruto95. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, that's right. You're amazing too. And we've got Dreamcast. <laughs> Two T's. Um, yeah. Yeah, who, uh, I think he's, he's new. Uh, I've, I've noticed him on Twitter in the last couple of days. You're awesome yeah, too. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thank all. you, everybody, for donating. Yeah, thank you very much. So yeah, again, I've, I've been terrible. With that I was supposed to give you a shout outs at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> uh, although I think I did say I was going to dedicate uh, Fantasy Star Two to Winter. So as we go through, guys, I will dedicate episodes, uh, review episodes to you guys as we move forward. Yep. But yeah, Winter. Look forward to it. Fantasy Star Two is going to be your your episode. <laughs> um. Also, we've got a new Discord channel. We uh, we encourage you all to jump onto the Discord and uh, join in with the chats. We'll add a link to it in the um, in the description for the episode. Obviously, I've got my Nuzlocke challenge. You can follow that on YouTube. There'll be a link again below. 
and you can also donate to the, to the uh, Just Giving page for um, MMDA. Again, link will be below, and I've got a special spreadsheet for that as well. Link will be below. <laughs> Rich, I think there'll be a couple of links below this. Yes. <laughs> there'll be a few links. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So, um, yeah, I mean, the only, I mean, we've mentioned all the games we've got coming up. Final Fantasy Legends, uh, Star Ocean. Uh, we'll then have, uh, when we do the Fantasy Star 2 review, we're going to do a non-RPG vote. Da, 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 and then we'll finish with Double Dungeons. But yeah, it's all good stuff, Rich. A lot of, a lot of fun games coming up. I'm actually getting really excited. I keep looking to the future, and I keep seeing the, the new games. Or not the new games, the PlayStation 2 stuff, PlayStation 1. Mm. Just drooling all over that. <laughs> well, I think we've we've discussed it, Rich, but we're not really sure how we're going to do this yet. But we want to do a little competition, don't we? Yeah. Well, we, we like competitions. We like competitions here. So you can already win twenty-five quid, or of your local currency, if you leave us a review. We want to do a competition um, where you guys, uh, one of you will, one of you lucky people will win, and uh, you'll get to pick any game of the list. And we'll do it like on. Um, we'll just slot it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll just bump it right up to the top because I, you know, we're constantly getting people on Twitter saying, "Play Legends of Legalia." It's just like we will in six oh, years. <laughs> so we want to do. We want to come up with something, but we're not. We're not quite there yet, are we, Rich? We haven't quite come yeah, up with that golden idea. Yeah, so, we've got a lot of uh, things cooking um, regarding on episodes. <laughs> Um, you know, things that we want to do in competition wise, um, you know, we know that you guys want us to play these games, um, and play the ones that you guys know of. I know there's a lot of random games that are on this list that we haven't heard of. Um, not to mention some of these games are going to be hard to find. So we've kind of got to, you know, we've discussed it a little bit, what we're going to do when we find those games that are, you know, we can't play. So we're still kind of working through that, but bear with us guys. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. So, um, yeah, um, we'll look forward to that then. So, yep. Obviously, you're all going to be getting lots of uh, Nuzlocke challenges coming out on the episode feed from me. Uh, if you don't want those, let me know and I'll stop it. <laughs> I'll just leave it on YouTube. I just thought it would be a bit fun to do an audio version. It encourages me to yeah. talk more as well. Obviously, I've spoken a lot on this episode. but um, <laughs> You did? This was your episode? It, well, it, was, my, it was my review. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get a lot more from Rich next week. I promise. Yes. You guys can hear me talk a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty much done, Rich. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time, everybody, and uh, we'll look forward to speaking to you all next week. Who knows yeah, what we're going to do? You guys have week. a good rest of your week. <laughs> cool. All right. Over and out. <laughs>